0: Shut
1: up and
0: sit down. I'm Dr.
2: Corbin Weaver, an OB-GYN resident.
0: I'm Dr. Katie Wyatt, and I'm one too.
1: And I'm Dave Etler, their podfather. And, and we are, are the Vagabonds.
2: Three friends venturing through the world of feminism and healthcare for women, babies, and people of all kinds.
0: We don't give medical advice and we don't speak for anyone other than ourselves.
1: We're just recording conversations we'd be having in bars anyway.
0: This week, we are taking another dive into Yahoo Answers. Yay! Yay. The
1: saddest internet place on earth.
0: The scariest place on the internet. All right. Okay. This one is from Yahoo Answer Mm -hmm. uh, Anonymous. And it says... "Naturally." ectopic pregnancy question mark hmm? How many months can an ectopic pregnancy grow until it ruptures It's for a research paper Okay First of all if you're doing a research paper shouldn't you be doing some research <laughs> Yahoo answers doesn't count as research Yeah Wikipedia counts more than Yahoo answers
1: Primary source Yahoo answers <laughs> yeah.
0: Then, the best answer is someone who literally just copy and pasted the entire WebMD article about ectopic pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> and then at the bottom, in all caps, they wrote, Sorry, this is the only info I could find on it, really. They have other articles on ectopic oh pregnancy also if you go to webmd.com, but I didn't oh. see anything on how long before it burst. I hope this at least helps you a little. Good luck on your paper. All caps. God. Oh, caps. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And then basically... That's that's, that's
1: enabling right there. I know. The correct response is, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Look it up on the internet that you're currently typing your question into.
0: It literally takes more effort to type it into Yahoo Answers than it does (laughs) into Google. You have to wait for
1: somebody to respond. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh,
0: Well, someone started talking about weight gain and BMI and pregnancy, which has nothing to do with the... Ectopic pregnancy.
2: Don't you love it when people like comment on things that like they just like use it to just talk about whatever the F they want to talk about? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So I guess we should talk about what an ectopic pregnancy is. So an ectopic pregnancy is a pregnancy that implants anywhere outside of the uterine cavity. So this could be in the fallopian tube, on the ovary, on the abdominal wall, on the intestines, like on the omentum, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, anywhere. So Reasons why it's dangerous are because those other organs don't have the setup like the uterus does to handle a placenta. Because it's really not the like fetus; it's really the placenta that causes the issues. Um, and so, basically, the placenta, you know, is trying to make all these like blood vessels and blood lakes, and you basically just like would start bleeding into whatever organ that you it gets implanted in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, potentially you could have like a very late term ectopic pregnancy like if it implanted into the right organ you know and like had a good blood supply i suppose
2: yeah i don't know why. and it i mean a ectopic pregnancy isn't necessarily going to rupture right um, um well i guess the natural history of it is that it would rupture but eventually without any intervention but although to be fair an
0: intrauterine pregnancy also ruptures eventually true very true that's what we could, call that childbirth <laughs> yeah that's what um of membranes is you can't really yeah
2: we don't really yeah there's of, but um just depends on where it is like katie said
0: but not that any doctor would ever say, like, it's okay to just let it go. Like, yeah. that is not right, how we yeah. roll, by just the Just leave it
1: there. We'll see what happens.
0: Probably should, like, specify that. Yeah, yeah. so if you come in with a pregnancy test, you know, you usually have a ultrasound or they check, like, a beta-HTG level. If you have an ultrasound and there's nothing in the uterus, that makes us very concerned um, because, one, you could have had a miscarriage, and two... Um, you could have a pregnancy of unknown location is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And in that case, we need to find it because if it's not in your uterus then it's like super dangerous. Um, yeah. Even though I literally just said that it could be fine, but it is not, it's very dangerous.
2: Yeah. People die from this. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the thing is though, what makes this uh, diagnosis more complicated is that there's something called a discriminatory zone mm-hmm. or there's a, I mean, you can have an early enough pregnancy that you can't see it on ultrasound. Right. And so you just have to kind of watch and wait. Right. Essentially.
0: And but what you can't. So there's a couple things you can do is you can get an ultrasound and then get a repeat ultrasound. Like if you see Mm -hmm. a sac in the uterus, you can get a repeat ultrasound in a few weeks to see if there is like a fetal pole is what it's called and then or you could wait 48 hours so draw a beta hcg and then wait 48 hours and draw another one because the beta hcg level should double in 48 hours and if it doesn't double then it's a sign that it's a a ectopic or miscarrying pregnancy yeah non-viable in some way yeah so anyway i actually have the Oddly enough,
2: I have the algorithm sitting in front of my desk on my desk right now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably smart.
0: I have the ACLS algorithm on my desk right now because I have to take ACLS tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so there's that. Do your own research, people, on Yahoo Answers. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, somebody's going to do it for you. So, know, apparently.
0: Cheaters. Uh, all right, next. Ginkgo and birth control, question mark. Would taking ginkgo bil- biloba... Is that how you say it? Weaken the effectiveness of birth control.
1: Ginkgo Balboa, Rocky's, Rocky's younger brother.
0: Will will taking
1: ginkgo what
0: lower the effectiveness of birth control?
1: It's a good good question. Um,
0: this is a really good question, actually, because this is something that like we don't really learn in med school is like supplements, yeah.
2: their uh, interactions.
0: Yeah,
1: and and yet we're constantly told to also to disclose our supplement use Mm -hmm. to our doctors.
0: Yeah, because there are some we know. Yeah, like uh, like Saint John's Wort, and there's like I try to remember what the other one is. Um, and grapefruit. You have to tell us if you eat a lot of grapefruit.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a weird Um, one.
0: But the reason, I feel like the reason we're not taught it, though, is because herbal supplements aren't regulated by the FDA, which means that, like, you could buy one and it could literally not have anything that it says it does on it, in it. Yeah. And so, like... I I mean, there's no research. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's the point in us, like, knowing every single interaction if, like... Or not what's the point, but, like, there isn't any research to tell us what the interactions are. Right. So, yeah. Anyway... Um, this person though says it's fine. <laughs>
1: well, there you go. So as far as we know, answers, it's fine. As far as we know, which we don't, it's fine.
0: But it also says that do not ever take it with any blood thinning medications such as aspirin or spontaneous bleeding could occur, which like makes me interested because we talked about in the postpartum contraception episode about how estrogen and progesterone are like pro clotting factors because of, it makes sense in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So like if ginkgo interferes with like Anti clotting drugs it would make me worried about taking it with a birth control. And then it also said that St. John's wort you need to avoid while on birth control. Oh, actually, it says you need to avoid whilst on birth control, which makes me know that they're fancy. So that's <laughs> good. Whilst. And it says to ask a pharmacist. Hey, that's what I would do too. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Have you ever been asked about that, Corbin? Like any about- hu- supplement?
2: Um, not since I became a resident when I was in med school, there was someone who was like taking a supplement that had questions about it. Yeah. But
0: I feel uh, like, and also I feel like there's these, all these new, like multi-level marketing supplements that people take. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I have no idea how those would affect any of this stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like super frustrating.
2: Well, okay. Okay. It looks like there's some sort of interaction. So I just looked at it. It looks like there's some sort of interaction with um, because of the liver. Yeah. And they talk about estrogen. I mean, estrogen, like you said, it's metabolized by the liver. Hmm. So, I mean, I think it, there could definitely be... I mean, I this is not for sure, but if it interacts with estrogen, then it could affect your birth yeah, control. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't use it together. I guess I yeah. should have said that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, I would
1: suggest never taking... <laughs> multi-level marketing vitamin supplements just because mlms are bad
0: just drink
2: some water i just don't trust those things those uh, pyramid schemes if you will
1: (laughs) no you're not there's a good reason
2: (laughs) my
0: whole family is
2: involved in them also shouldn't like people like don't you just want to tell people that it's like that's that's a pyramid scheme. Like you're not going to make money yes. unless you recruit a bunch of people to also sell this product. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just like, don't understand it.
2: That is the only way you make money. Um, I have
1: never asked a pharmacist about medicine before. Do do people?
2: Well, it...
0: doctors ask pharmacists about medicines. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It just occurred this to me. Like I've never gone really... to a
1: pharmacist and said, Hey, tell me about this medicine.
0: Well, you could. All you pharmacists could. are awesome. All right.
2: Uh, you could also, when you go to the, pick up a med, you could ask the pharmacist, like, uh, tell me about this. Or also
0: you can, um, like, if you had like a couple different medicines, you could just be like, when they give them to you, you could be like, hey, are these okay to take together? And they'll tell you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Usually, um. They call us. (laughs) Yeah. Usually they'll, actually one time, this actually happened to me in real life. I'm allergic to sulfa medicine. And, um. I was going to Bolivia where the altitude is very high. And so I, I was prescribed by my travel doc. Uh yeah. A carban Yeah. Acetazolamide. Which is uh carb- ice in Heavier or whatever. Sulfur in it. Yeah, sulfonate <laughs> Um yeah, and so they the doctor called me back and was like, uh, don't get that prescription filled. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, (laughs) Um, okay. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's like, as a physician, like we, I feel like we all freaking love pharmacists so much because yeah, like usually the patient doesn't even know, like the pharmacist calls you and they're like, uh, they're on this other med, so they can't take the one that you prescribed. And you're like, oh, okay. I'll prescribe. What can I prescribe? Actually, we don't say I'll prescribe this. We say, tell me what to prescribe because I don't know.
1: (laughs) Pharmacists and nurses, they'll save your asses if you're good to them.
0: Seriously. Yep uh the other thing what was i gonna say oh the other really cool thing about pharmacists that's becoming that's like always been around but it's becoming like more common is having pharmacists on inpatient teams or like even like in your clinic so that like when you're managing people with like a lot of medical stuff or like rare medical stuff you have someone there like on rounds to ask and so it's like super nice to like really learn and to like for patient care
1: what a good idea
0: yeah it's awesome um I think it would be super fun to have, like, a me- complication- complicated medical management contraception clinic with, like, a pharmacist. Yeah. I just think that would be fun. But, yeah. You and I have very different definitions of fun, I think, Katie. <laughs> I just love keep preventing people from getting pregnant.
2: Yeah. I mean, me too, but I just <laughs> don't get too excited about pharmaceuticals.
0: <laughs> I don't either. That's why I want a pharmacist there. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She I just she but means I also, fun in the
1: sense that she wouldn't have to deal with it and thus it yeah. would make life more fun.
0: But also yeah, I would too. keep people with complex medical diseases from getting unwanted pregnancies because I would find them a type of birth control they could actually take.
1: Corbin. Which is fun mm-hmm. in my life. Corbin, you're not fun. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Corbin's fun. <laughs> right. I'm really fun. Are we ready for the next question? Yeah. Question about birth control, question mark. Okay. In my religion textbook it says that artificial birth control is sinful, but natural birth control is not. What is the difference between natural and artificial birth control? Update. PS I'm Catholic. Well, no fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of that. Uh duh. <laughs> <laughs> I like honestly don't know of any other religion that is like as anti birth control. So Those closely Catholics.
1: associated with natural quote unquote birth control.
2: Yeah. I have I think heard... they mean natural family planning, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah.
1: Not as in I, taking drugs that are natural, right? Taking substances which, that like, are natural.
0: estrogen and progesterone are, so right. it's fine. Right. Um, <sighs> I like had I did get a question one time about a patient who was Muslim, she like asked about birth control, and I like didn't think that that was a thing, but I guess apparently because like it just depends, like, you just have to ask your imam, apparently, oh, and like see what they say about it, but it was like never something I had ever heard of, and like. We, I mean, when we lived in New Jersey, like we interacted with a lot of Muslim women and it never really like came up. Well, yeah. it's probably
1: important to remember that, you know, religions aren't monolithic, you know, there, right. yeah. there are different sects and there are different uh, right. beliefs within sects. So, right.
0: Yeah. Well, like, very true. you know, as opposed to Catholicism where it's like the rule that you don't use birth control and then people who use birth control are like the exceptions, you know?
1: Yeah. It does seem like. Catholicism is pretty monolithic in that sense.
0: Although I know so many Catholics who don't use birth con- or who do use birth control. So, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: 99%, 99%. Yeah. Is the gonna, percentage of gonna, Catholics who use I'm birth control. I'm going to take that. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, people do it. They just don't talk about it. And then, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, whatever. I don't, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like as long as you're not being like the You know, if you're, like, preventing other people from being able to get birth control and then also using birth control yourself, I don't know, maybe you need to re-examine that stance. Yes. So, but. I agree. Anyway, yeah, it's just kind of, but according to the, like, Catholic Church, it's sinful to, like, have sex without the intention of getting pregnant,
0: so. Good times. You know, whatever. That's true. And, I mean, a lot of, like, really conservative Protestant churches, too, so. Yeah,
2: it's very true. Yep, fine. Yeah, uh, sex is only for making babies. Yep, the duggers, aka.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, basically, the best answer is just about like how artificial birth control is basically everything but natural family planning. And then someone talked about how natural family planning and the rhythm method are two different things, which is true. The there's well they call it the ovulation method but natural family planning is basically the ovulation method it's also called the Creighton model did you know that yep um, I didn't know that but it involves like a lot more i think we talked about this before and oh yeah we had a natural family planning episode yeah with Susie. but yeah it involves a lot more like your basal body temperature and your uh, cervical mucus and stuff so
2: yeah if it works for you i you have care. a brochure about the natural family there's a Creighton model clinic In Austin.
0: Oh, yeah, because you said one of your hospitals that you work at is Catholic, huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Some people really want to do it, so, you know, they have the right to learn about it. Here's
0: the thing. Uh, From, like, so I worked with a family medicine doctor who did the Creighton model. And, like, a lot of it is, like, based on really good science behind, like, the menstrual cycle, which I think is really cool. And I think it's, like, really interesting to learn about that. But at the same time, like, it's not going to... It will never be the only thing that I offer my patients. But I do feel like I have a responsibility to know how to do it if my patients need it. Yeah. So, which is, like, I mean, the same as abortion, too. It's, like, the exact opposite end of the spectrum. But Yeah.
2: And, I mean, it only really works for people who, like, predictably ovulate. yeah. So.
0: Unless you're okay with, like, using condoms if you, like have like a weird you know like if you get sick or something like throws your cycle off you know yeah or being abstinent i guess which is what you're supposed to do but anyway so next question oh this is a good one we need to do an episode about this it says from yahoo answers user nope not coming up again okay uh very confused about birth control question (laughs) what is plan b and birth control what are they Mm. So I think we need to do an episode on emergency contraception. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, Oh, see, because this person is wrong. So best answer, birth control is a variety of methods used to prevent pregnancy. Condoms are a form of them. What you're most likely referring to are birth control pills, which are pills that contain hormones which prevent pregnancy. They're taken daily with three weeks worth of hormone pills and a week of sugar placebo pills that allows for the woman to have a period. Which we should also talk about how it's not actually a period. It's a withdrawal bleed. But anyway yeah plan b is a set of two or three pills it's not i believe that can be taken in the case of an accident either a screw-up with taking birth control or a broken condom plan b essentially aborts a pregnancy before it becomes one also false that's not true. it only works 72 hours or less after sex though that is true depending on the pill you use so we're definitely gonna do a whole episode about this but plan b is not abortive It, it, It it prevents ovulation
1: oh it prevents ovulation
0: Yes, right. so plan B doesn't work if ovulation has already happened. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. basically it's thought, kind of like a high-dose birth control pill. I it thought it like,
1: prevented implantation or something.
0: There is one kind that
2: does. So, work. I mean, it could like sh- cause like a stripping of the lining of your uterus, making it difficult for an egg to implant but its main mechanism of action is to prevent ovulation yeah. huh. like we we're always taught that if you've already ovulated
0: plan b isn't gonna work no it's not there is a pill like mephipristone that does make you that is abortive but that is not plan b yeah that
2: is not plan b that's a
0: totally different thing so so i mean here's the thing plan like, b- any
2: type of like emergency contraception is like considered by the medical community to be just that emergency kind of contra- contraception and not abortifashioned. Now, according to some people's religious beliefs, they might be yeah, yeah. depending on how you like define mm-hmm. conception. Right. But
1: I guess I'm puzzled if it prevents ovulation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I guess I'm puzzled about it's utility then, because you've probably because sperm already survived
0: in the in the uterus for like days, for like five days or something, or three days or something. Oh, oh, okay, right. Uh-huh. That makes yeah, sense. yeah. That's
2: so hard. basically, it will, yeah, stop, yeah, the egg from meeting the sperm by because you can't block the sperm. That horse is out of the barn. Mm-hmm. Right. Horses. Oh, yeah. One hundred million horses. One hundred million horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So you block the egg from leaving yeah got it also isn't there which is TV like show? you know how birth control pills work Sure.
0: isn't there like a tv show or a movie that's based on someone like trying to get this like really flighty girl to take both doses of the plan b pill yes yeah. there is i don't remember what it's called
2: um i forget what it's called too but yes there is a movie which is technically reproductive coercion just saying yeah yeah it is um if she doesn't want to take the second pill she doesn't have to it's yeah not going to cause an abortion it's even though i I mean there are a lot of misconceptions about it
0: yeah you also have to counsel your patients that it's not going to cause an abortion too because yeah you have to tell them that they still could be pregnant
2: yeah like they if they're already pregnant they're already pregnant right exactly in the case of the plan b pill in fact actually there was a case of teen mom (laughs) too Not Teen Mom too, but uh, 16 and Pregnant, the precursor to Teen Mom. And which one girl, actually, she was using the condom with her boyfriend and the condom broke and so she took Plan B, but she was already pregnant. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I have okay, been sure. thinking about Plan B wrong this whole time. All right. Thank you for Yeah,
0: be, most people have because the people who don't like Plan B have been spreading misinformation. Surprise, surprise. Hmm. People lying to women. Hmm. Too bad the Supreme Court said that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, not get on my high horse about this. Anyway. <laughs> there are also other methods of oh, yeah. emergency
2: contrac- contraception. We'll just save that for our, that episode. Yeah. It'll be You'll easier. have to come
0: back for that. Yeah, don't yeah. give it all away. Uh, this is also a really good question. Oh, this is oh from Question Mark. That's their name, but their name did show up for once. Does smoking cigarettes affect birth control? Yeah. Does smoking a lot of cigarettes deactivate birth control or make it work less this is a really good question
1: i know that smoking cigarettes in some kinds of birth control is a problem for clotting yes and stroke
0: yes You are completely correct
1: but i don't know what you're going to tell me about the actual question
0: Mm. yeah so obviously our medical advice to everyone is to not smoke so that's like just step number one number two Dave is exactly right. So, smoking increases your rate of clot and stroke, and taking hormonal birth control while smoking increases it even more. And so, if you are over thirty-five and smoke, we will not prescribe you a estrogen-containing birth control, mm-hmm. or we shouldn't anyway. Yeah, um, it's actually so. Actually, there is this like really good app slash the CDC like has like a pamphlet that's like medical questions about taking birth control, and that's. It, like, tells you your risk category, like, one, two, three, or 4. And if you are over 35 and smoke, then you're, like, risk category 4. So, like, you, it's, like, red. Like, you shouldn't take it.
2: Hmm. Um, In Sweden, if you have a BMI over either 30 or 35, it, like, was, like, super, it felt super low to me. Maybe it was even, like, 32, some random number, like, 32 or something. Mm-hmm. They won't
0: prescribe you OCPs. See, I, like, wouldn't it be surprised if we went that way, though?
1: OCPs. Yeah
0: oral contraceptive pills combined yeah
2: Um, because the estrogen increases your risk of clotting and so does being overweight yeah so then you're at an increased risk usually I mean when you hear about people clotting because of like being on birth control pills it's usually because they're either like overweight or like smoking or whatever
0: they have to have like an additional risk factor besides the birth control pills
2: right and so so like in Sweden they won't even and I was just like well then we wouldn't prescribe birth control pills to anyone that's true (laughs)
1: don't worry uh, listeners i'm here i'm gonna I mean, do i'm gonna, I'm gonna do o- a better job listeners of calling them out on their on their uh, acronyms they
2: do a pretty good job oh yeah uh i'm overweight and i was on Yaz, which is really bad oh my for lunch, which is like the one that everyone got like strokes on yeah um <laughs> that's terrifying uh but i'm not on it anymore but so that was but you also risk.
0: have good cardiovascular health too which makes me less worried about it
1: yeah whether, so you, like, do cardio. What is Yaz?
2: Yaz is, like, uh, it's an oral contraception pill, so it's, uh, combined with estrogen and progesterone. It has, like, the highest level of estrogen.
1: That's literally its pills. name, Yaz?
0: Yeah, or Yasmin.
2: Yaz Yasmin, it's the, um, that's the trade name.
0: Uh, that's the one that you Yaz. always see, like, the commercials on TV that are, like, if you use Yaz, you should call this lawyer who's gonna sue the doctors
2: (laughs) yeah the personal injury lawyers yeah because it's the one that everyone was getting like strokes on Mm. yeah Mm.
0: uh speaking of that i met somebody the other day who was a law student or she just graduated law school and she used to work for a uh one of those kind of lawyers that sues doctors and she's like it's fucking sucks (laughs) She's like it's the worst because like doctors are just trying to do what's like there's like no doc like hardly any doctors who are like trying to just make money and like being bad for their patients and she's like it just sucks for them.
1: Well, you know th- my and I don't know anything about this industry, but um, I I suspect that it is much about it's much like sales in the sense that you are have to constantly be finding new people for your class action. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. That's why they have those commercials. Yeah.
1: And so, you know, you have to be constantly looking out for people, constantly taking people's names, constantly working to convince them that they should be part of your class. Mm-hmm. And um, that to me sounds like a m- miserable job. The person who has to like keep doing that. Well,
0: it's probably the paralegals. Yeah, exactly.
1: That. Exactly.
0: Or the interns. We should we have friends who are lawyers. We should see if one of them should like could come talk about that.
1: I guess I don't want to say that all class class actions are bad. I mean,
0: I mean, no, like I um.
1: A lot of times, it's the only way I, for friend, for an individual to get any sort of justice because mm-hmm. it costs Sometimes, so much. Sometimes,
2: like class, like I when I lived in Washington, I used to like. My roommate worked at a law center that was, like, legal help for housing, basically, but then they also, we knew people who looked at, worked at a law firm that did class action lawsuits especially for, like, migrant farm workers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, in those
0: cases, it can be a good thing. Right. I feel like class action lawsuits are okay, but, like, in... It's like like, those are civil suits. And I feel like that is the only way that anything changes or that people get restitution for stuff that's like maybe like a mistake or like maybe like bad on the part of like the pharmaceutical company or whatever. Criminal lawsuits are what I don't like against the actual physician Mm -hmm. or like the nurse or, you know, whoever was involved. Because I feel like that is like unless it was like obvious neglect. And it's like the doctor was like probably trying as much as they could. But, you know. I don't know. So, yeah, don't smoke and take birth control. <laughs> just don't smoke. That's my answer. Also, I just, I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but um, I just read the uh, ACOG practice bulletin about marijuana use in pregnancy, and <laughs> basically, they were like, we don't have any evidence, we don't have any, like, research on it, so just don't do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. Sorry, ACOG.
2: That's what we say about everything related to marijuana. All yeah. marijuana. Which
0: is like also bullshit. Like, let's just study it, please. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, one more question. Yeah. One more question. Um. Let's see. Find a good one. This is a good one to go out on. What is Jewish birth control? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I would say it's the same as other people's birth control, so... <laughs> yep (laughs) i think you're good
1: (laughs) jewish this is
0: another one where like i don't i've never really like heard of a jewish patient not being able to have regular birth control that anyone else could have
1: so there's no is there is there no satisfactory answer to this
0: Mm, the best answer i feel like
2: okay we actually had a rabbi come in and talk to our med do you remember that come to talk to our med school class
0: was it when all the chaplains came yeah yeah
2: and so, obviously, you know, just like Christianity, there's all sorts of different, like, you know, sects of Judaism. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, this might change based on like whether you're like, you know, like a Hasidic Jew, Jew, right? Jew, the Hasidic or Jewish Ashken community, Ashken. Yeah. or yeah, yeah or, but he would, it seems like there's like a lot more freedom to like be able to do what's right for your health and your body mm-hmm. in that sort of in in Judaism.
1: Yeah, I mean even orthodox Judaism I think has a a, a limited use of birth control available to its members or believers. Mm-hmm. Um, Reform Judaism is usually I think more liberal about birth control. They follow so it just their depends, own judgment guess. basically. Yeah. I was, I was really hoping for like, for something really weird.
0: Yeah. Well, this this is like a perfect example of when someone just like wants to talk about something. So they just go off on a tangent because the person who answered started talking about how apparently in Israel, they like admitted to giving Ethiopian Jewish immigrants birth control injections like against their will. So I'm like, this has nothing to do with the question.
1: Well, it's kind of a, it's kind of a poorly worded question in the sense that. We're not given any context to what exactly they're, they're asking. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: But yeah, anyway. I don't know. I would say that if you are super religious, that you should ask your religious leader. And if you're not super religious, then you should do what you want. Yep. Indeed. That's how I feel about it.
1: I don't have a news item specifically for today's show. Okay, but I do have a question, which is, you, you know, you like these articles, like five weird things that happen during your period.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is
1: it that these things, that these five weird things, are things that I know about that happen?
2: Like, like what? Like,
1: like this one that I'm specifically. T- they're always like uh, five weird things. Okay, you. Your poop habits change, okay? Yep. Mm. yep. Know that? Period poop. Feel tired all the time. Mhm. Yep. Yep. You see bloody clumps. Ugh. I know.
0: Yeah, that's like what your period is.
1: You notice discharge. I know that. Yeah. Uh PMS. Like
0: what? Because it, it's a clickbait title and they're just trying to get you to click on it and they're not actually telling you anything interesting. But this
1: is the problem. I am so susceptible to clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> There, I have no willpower when it comes to clickbait. You know, if you, if you yeah. tell me, if you tell me, you know, I, I mean, it doesn't even matter, too. I'm so indiscriminate about it. I am an, an otherwise intelligent human being, I believe. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's, if you want to tell me about Meghan Markle's new it bag.
2: <laughs> I want to hear I about will. <laughs> I
1: will click on that motherfucker and then I um, will regret it.
2: Y- you know what clickbait I'm susceptible to? The where are they now? Oh yeah. Oh Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's a debate.
2: I'm s I am i want to know about Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Where is he now? I don't even and and you
1: know, when it comes down to it, when I actually get there, when it comes down to it, I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah Yeah.
1: where they are now. But man, I gotta find out.
0: Uh I'm like the opposite in that if something is if even if I'm like the most interested in it and like it's something a topic I really want to know about, if the title is in the remotest way possible clickbaity, I will not read it. But that's become so common. It just like makes me angry.
1: It's that's become so common even among so-called reputable news outlets.
0: Yeah, like the New York Times. Yeah, like yeah, stop. they have
2: clickbait. That's true. I mean, it's just everyone does clickbait. I know.
1: We got to do more of that. We
2: don't do
0: clickbait. Well,
1: I don't know. We got maybe we should do more of that. You know?
0: No. Maybe we should do more, more clickbait. Shit. That's against my <laughs> principles. All right. Taking a stand against clickbait.
1: Fine. Fine.
0: <sighs> well, any fallopian files? What did I do today? The Sims. That's my click. That's my, that's my flowbeam oh, file. Did you play The Sims? I've been playing The Sims 4, yeah. You know,
1: uh, I don't... I've never... I haven't gotten into video games since the late 90s when I played a lot of Quake mm. in my in my office. Um
2: I don't know what that is.
1: So Quake is it was a first-person shooter they call them basically. Um ah. you run around in a map and and shoot up your friends and you can play it on a network so you can all play it together and things like that. It was it was sort of the the precursor to the massive multiplayer online mm-hmm. worlds mm. like uh you know. Well,
2: I've really gotten into um video games since duck hunt <laughs> <laughs> duck hunt. in the early
0: 90s. Frogger. Yeah. I love yeah. Frogger. Um so yeah, Adam, makes fun, well, I play video games like just to relax because it's like gives my brain something to do that's not like a lot of stress mm-hmm. and um but Adam makes fun of me because I literally play like the same five games over and over and over again. Isn't that true for and, most like, people? I, what? Does
1: Adam is Adam a more prolific gamer?
0: Yes, he is. What is okay. Um, he plays like lots of things. And he um, plays a lot of video games too. Yeah. But I just like know the kind of game and all the games that I like are very similar and I just know what I like. And it's just more relaxing than trying to like learn and the other thing is like if I find a new game that I really like, then I'm afraid that I like won't get anything else done. Yeah. Because I like mm. want to play it. And so I just play things that like I know I can just like stop when I need to do something else.
2: Yeah, I never got into video games mainly because I wasn't naturally good at yeah, them. No, I don't I think like that's to why, do things that I'm not naturally good at. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why
1: I don't uh, love video games. I was never great at Quake. It was, you know, it was just yeah. it was more fun. That's why it was more I fun back then to play shooter. in an office together on the same network because you could yell right. at each other from the next room. Um, mm-hmm. And that was sort of funny. But um, yeah, in general.
0: Yeah.
2: Dave, do your kids play video games? he
1: does.
2: he does. I've seen that. Oh, he does the like Oh, he's probably moved past uh, the what's that called? That game? Not it's not really a game. It's like a world building thing. Yeah, Minecraft, he's probably too old.
1: Actually, no, his friends, and he just started playing it again. Oh, yeah. I think they're doing it ironically, but still.
2: Oh. (laughs) He's at the ironic age, that's awesome. They seem
1: to enjoy themselves. Um,
2: That's amazing. That's funny. I mean, it's like when we we got our Neopets out,
0: probably, ironically. (laughs) Yes, oh my gosh. Have you ever tried to log back into Neopets? (laughs) No, because I can't remember my password. Can this be our collective Fallopian file is Neopets? Neopets, yeah. I and mean, then yeah, Tamagotchi. Was the <laughs> oh. Neopets was like the just the virtual Tamagotchi, which was like already yeah. virtual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> good old Neopets. So good. Oh. It
0: was good. It was so much fun. All the mini games. You had to get them all. It was like Pokemon, yeah. but more fun.
1: Did you a handheld video handheld games when I was a boy was just like, you know,
0: Edge just Sketch?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Slinky. <laughs>
1: The hula
2: hoop
1: The hula hoop uh, silly putty yeah
2: we terrible people fuck off
1: y'all uh, it's true it's totally true
0: it's alright
1: I'm sure I wore plaid pants as a boy oh, there you go
0: I wear plaid pants now so yeah, but it no. looks cool on you back,
1: back then it was not cool
0: that's
2: right no judgment yeah oh man i mean that reminds me of my dad when my dad was uh, a kid he said that you know the like chuck taylor all Star yeah. converse yeah. whatever those everyone had to wear like those were like the cheap shoes yeah that you that like my dad had because like those are the cheap shoes and that's what you wore because they were yeah. cheap and then he he was like, they were so uncomfortable and so uncool. Yeah. But we had to wear them. And then now
0: they're cool again. I know. That's what my dad played basketball in. Can you imagine. That's Where they're like athletic shoes yeah. back in the day. That's like yeah. crazy.
1: flat foot country right there. A-Z's, I know. A-Z's rocking a pair right now.
0: Yeah. That would be
2: very painful, I feel like, to run around in. I think
1: it's so interesting, yeah. though, how Chuck Taylors have just endured mm-hmm. since yeah. you know since
0: i think it's because they like are very icon like iconic in that like not a lot of other shoes look similar
1: yeah they're just they, they yeah. seem to be less subject yeah. to the whims of fashion than anything mm-hmm. else
2: yeah yeah well and then my dad uh this is kind of funny he since he's like a midwestern Mid- midwestern dad that doesn't throw anything away he still has <laughs> A uh, pair of jordans that was the first pair of jordans we <gasps> oh released wow he
0: has to keep those those are yeah. worth These a lot might of money be worth something. yeah except he's like worn them a lot so yeah. hey that doesn't matter yeah they're probably still worth a lot that's great. yeah i know right hmm. well this episode has been brought to you by 90s nostalgia <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: everyone loves a little bit of 90 nostalgia even people that weren't born in the 90s Seriously,
0: it. the 90s are back and I'm like that's yeah. because you people didn't live through them they're terrible
2: yeah they were really yeah.
0: terrible chokers should never Everyone be looked terrible <laughs> yeah. acid wash jeans your clothing never fit 2018 is just the 90s with better makeup basically yeah
1: acid wash I jeans I saw
0: a girl all jeans were mom jeans back
1: then I used to have a pair of uh striped acid wash jeans that i really liked
0: oh killing it
1: um i had a minor version of the kid and play haircut back then when i had hair
2: Ooh, fancy you know
1: i had one earring
2: Ooh, dave sometimes i'm really glad that my parents didn't like really let me jump on the band bandwagon of things you know (laughs) because then i'm like man the pictures I have, I mean, of my youth, are embarrassing. But they would be so much more embarrassing if my parents would have let me jump on more bandwagons. I didn't.
1: I didn't really jump on bandwagons, but I did. There were some
2: things that I, you
1: know, that I did. Like the the single earring thing was because my brother and I found a um, an earring gun hole maker. What do you call them?
2: Oh an my god! Piercer. Oh my god! Well, we boiled it. You pierced your own we ear. We boiled it, but oh, that's so much better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my brother found one so we gave each uh, you know we he,
2: he, <laughs> you find it like in the dirt on I the playground yeah no i would
1: be willing to bet that my well i would be willing to bet that uh that uh found is a loose oh, gotcha. word oh. here but <laughs> yeah
2: okay you know well that makes me feel better actually it, it, yeah it makes me feel better that way
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy he and his oh, yeah. some friends of ours also made fake IDs. Um, do you remember? Fake IDs was a, was uh, I don't know bigger back then than it is now, and I'm not really sure why. I mean, there's
2: people still have fake IDs. Yeah,
1: but back yeah. then you couldn't use computers to do it, so they would make life-size um, IDs, basically giant versions of the ID, and then take your picture standing behind it where the where a hole mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. They never looked good. I don't understand how anybody. How anybody? Because
2: they didn't care. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like whatever. This looks like an I idea. actually had
1: one. Uh one of these made by these friends. I we, I never used it because I was like, this is the worst thing ever.
2: All right, huh?
1: Well, nice t- well, nice talking to you it's both. Been real. Let's uh, let's keep doing this. G T Y L. Let's keep doing this every week.
2: Yeah. 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 Right. Absolutely. Good. Bye friends. Bye.